Hey, thank you for tuning in for another episode of The Neat Pour. This week, we get into the stacks. Stack Jr. and George T. Stack. So, as you know, grab your drink, sit back, and relax, and we hope you enjoy the show. And we're live, baby. Hey, welcome back to the Neat Pour. Shalanda's here. Nick is here. Shalanda, we've got George T. Stag. Yay! And we've got Stag Jr. How do you feel about that? It's the Buffalo Trace Destera episode. <laughs> yeah. The what? The Buffalo Trace Destera. Why do you make that face? That's the face that? you have to make when you say it that way. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so um, big Stag. Now, I wish I knew what years these were, but I don't. Um, Stag Junior, this this year's the one Stag Junior is 128 proof, right? and then uh, George T. Stag, this is at least two years old, is 116 proof. So little Stag is bigger. Little Stag take big Stag. It's bigger than big Stag. Damn. Yeah. So this is uh, Buffalo Trace. They'll tell you that um, they're the whiskey that's. The most awarded whiskey in their whole portfolio is George T. Stag. Mm. So in many ways, this this their flagship whiskey. I mean, quite literally, because Stag Junior is the uh, well, shit. It's the barrel proof version of Buffalo Trace, right? The whiskey, which when you put those two whiskeys side by side, that's not something you think about. How do we sound, by the way? You sound amazing. Yeah. So um, this is another Sazerac episode. Yeah. I mean, we stay Sazerac heavy up here now, don't we? Yeah. I mean, and the dog heard Sazerac, and now the dog's trying to get in the room. Um, let's see. I think we've done 1792 in the past. We've done Thomas H. Handy mm-hmm. as past episodes. Um, I'm pretty sure we did a Rock Hill versus Elmer T. Lee episode. We did. Or maybe it might have been Rock Hill and Bland's because I don't think. We did do a Rock Hill um, episode because I remember I made a cocktail out of it. Yeah. And you were like, don't use it all in a cocktail, Shalonda. That's my Nick's, my Nick voice. Yeah, I'll tell you that every time I see you using Rock Hill Farms in a cocktail. Yeah. We don't have, there's not a lot of it around. The rumor is that next year, um, Rock Hill Farms will be Rock Hill Farms will be restaurant only. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the rumor. So it won't, even, it won't make it to stores at all. So... Um, I think speaking about these two, well, anytime there's a B-Tech on the episode, it's a reason to get excited. But I think when we talk about these two, we had to, you know, I think I'm trying to get my words together because I'm having flashbacks of the first time I had Stag. Stag or Stag Stag Jr. <coughs> it's bringing, Shil- it's, it's choking Shalanda <laughs> out on the, on the show here. Child, that hit hard. Yeah, I mean... They got antlers on it for a reason, you know. I think it's it's uh, it borders on violence. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, which one is which one is the Stag Junior in the glasses? Stag Junior is the well, the stemware is George T. Stag. Okay. Oh damn, that and was the, the glass. <laughs> yeah, I think it's um. Well, let's let's back up now. There's no age statement on Stag Junior. Okay. Um, uh, people think maybe it's six or seven years, right? Mm-hmm. George T. Stag is uh is a seventeen year old product. Okay. Yeah. And it's got a fantastic color, you know, and it's 
it's got everything that Stag has except in complexity, except it doesn't have, it's a little more reined in, you know? Let me just say this. Neither one of them are for the week. Because it both of them brings that heat. See those bars. I think Stag Jr. is what led to those lemon those lemon uh, ice cubes that she used to make. Yeah. So <laughs> when we first had the Jr., um, it just, it, it took us by surprise. We were not ready. So in order for us to kind of get through the sips that we had, I had made these uh, lemonade ice cubes. And that's how we were able to get through. I mean... We've done we've done pretty well since, but that first time, we weren't ready. Yeah, I mean, you know, I get when I drink Stag Junior. The first thing that comes to mind is like, you know, a little bit of root beer, a little bit of black cherry cola, but then there's it's just so big with like these botanicals, and then there's this huge whack of booze. And that hug gets you right at the back of your throat. And there's a monster. And there's a monster hug. Like I can remember just being like really out for the count, like really needing a break, really needing some water when I had Stag Junior. Like Stag Junior was no joke. It had affected me like nothing else up to that point. I'll probably say what, maybe spring yeah. of 2020, something like that. Yeah. Now so, mind you, this is our second rounds of both of these today. Yeah. So they're both at the uh, midway point, maybe a little lower, but. They're um on in the bottle though the amount left, but yeah these are these are very serious. There's there's complex, complex. But they're very they're very serious, right? Um, now Buffalo Trace we all know, the Buffalo Trace Distillery was like opened in like 1782 or some shit, mm-hmm. and um you know they didn't become Buffalo Trace until uh, 1999. That's when they changed their name to Buffalo Trace. So before that, they were known as the uh, Old Fire Copper Distillery, the OFC Distillery. And they were known as the George T. Stagg Distillery. Mm-hmm. So I think George T. Stagg and E.H. Uh, e. Taylor kind of helped build that joint. You know, I think that's why they pay homage to both of them in there. Well, that's a Buffalo Trace thing. Everybody who was memorable that used to work there ends up, you know, they end up paying homage to them. You know? Yeah. I lost my train of thought, but... All I know is that Stag Junior's fun, but I'm a big fan of George T. Stag. Yeah, both are good. If I had to pick between the two, I'm going to say it's that Junior. That Junior does it for me. These are uh, these are really good offerings from Buffalo Trace. So I don't know. Since we've been drinking it all day, I don't know if we have anything else to expound on it. Um, uh, oh, yeah. No, not that. It was like... I don't know. <laughs> like I said, we've been drinking all day, so it's like, it's like I don't know if it's kind of catching up with both of us at this point. Yeah. Um, so you heard the news this week, uh, switching gears, about MGP and then buying Lux Row. Lux Row Distillers for about $400 million. For real? Yeah. So um, a lot of people think that, uh, well, Lux Row was, uh, I want to say Blood Oath. Who else is on Lux Row? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple other brands that I really don't drink on Lux Row, but... I mean, four hundred million dollars is a lot of money. So, I think MGP, who uh, you know, who provides whiskey for brands like Smoke Wagon, who we had last week, and brands like um, you know Bull Run, Bell Mead, a lot of these craft distillers who haven't gotten off the ground. Even some of the Barstone offerings have MGP in them. Mm-hmm. You know, so 
Um, it sounds like MGP's kind of positioned themselves to make those Luxro products more of a priority versus some of these other whiskeys. So that might actually affect if some of these other brands get like 13-year-old whiskey. You know? so. so you see it being beneficial in the long run. Um, it might be, it's going to be beneficial for, for MGP to have more of a focus on a brand because MGP is not a brand. I mean, they have the George Remus repeal, which is kind of the house brand for MGP. Mm-hmm. But other than that, they make a lot of their money as a source product. So they're not making a lot of money as a retail producer. They're making money as the source for other people who are making the markup on retail, you know? Yeah. Cause other people are bottling it and branding it right now. This is their chance to get into the bottling and branding side and actually face the customer and make all the, make more of the cash is what it sounds like. It's gotta be at 400 mil. You better be making some more cash. So that's true. Yeah. But that was the big news this week, man. So. All right. Is there anything else? What do you what do you think and we what else should we talk about? I think we kinda hit up on all the points that we needed to talk about this week. Okay. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, until the next time, you can catch us collectively at the Nepor and all the social medias and on the website for all of the uh uh podcasts that's usually uploaded on Mondays mornings. Um and catch us individually, me at Afrobeard Chick on all the social medias. And him at Nicosia. So until then, take care.